Welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. I'm Nick Maritato. And this is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Ashley. And today we're going to be recapping The Challenge Champs versus Stars Season 3, Episode 9. That's right. And before we get into it, I just would like to drop a friendly reminder. If you are a listener and a subscriber um, or not a subscriber, we would love it if you rate and reviewed us on iTunes. Subscribe. Tell your friends. It really helps the podcast. And with that being said, let's just jump into this last episode before the final. Oh, hold on, Ashley. Um, I would like to clarify what you're saying. See, Ashley Brooke Roberts doesn't do any of the technical side of this. That's all me, Nick Maritato. Ashley doesn't realize that you really can't go on iTunes anymore and rate things. iTunes is almost impenetrable. Impenetrable. That word is almost impenetrable. You did a good job. Um, what you do is you're probably listening to this on your Apple Podcasts app, okay? It's called Apple Podcasts now. It's not really iTunes because everybody listens stuff off their phone. Who is listening to a podcast on their laptop? I'm sure it happens. And if you do do that, Go to SoundCloud. Listen to us on there. Give us a like. Give us a repost. Do something like that. But if you're like most people with podcasts, you're commuting, you're at the gym, you're probably on the Apple Podcast app. What you'll do is you'll go to our show, scroll to the bottom, and you'll be able to see the star rating. You give us a nice little five-star rating. You say something nice about us, and that helps this podcast out, and it costs nothing to you the listener. It also makes me so happy. Um, and we did just get a couple new reviews in that like literally made my day. Um, one, somebody found us on Reddit and they like the show. Um, it's called, their name is man, M A N. And I really appreciate you, man. Um, <laughs> for doing that is a big deal to me look i just I, I want my goal is to get to 30 reviews is that possible it, it is possible but i will say that you know having us do this at the beginning of the podcast is an uh, in, incredibly uncomfortable for me. I know you hate it. Nick, I, let's let's move past it. I, I did demand that we do it yeah. in the beginning of the podcast. And look what it's done. We're 15 minutes in and we haven't moved on yet. You know, so I just feel like is, we haven't. I just feel like we haven't earned it yet. You know, babe, we got to start at some point. Okay. Um. So this is the first. Uh. This is the last episode. Excuse me. Before the final, and um. Thoughts going in. You know pretty excited about these four teams that we have left. We have CT, Tony, Drake, Kayla, Casper, Louise, Booby, and Wes. Um, of course, there was the big ep uh, upset last episode when Shane and Brooke and Tori and Little Mama were both uh, eliminated right at the end there. And so, yeah, this is really, this episode is all about building up tension before the final. Nick, what did you think of the episode overall? I thought this episode was much better than last episode. Same. Um, last episode, I feel like we didn't do much. In this episode, we didn't do much either. I mean, we got... You it know, felt like we did a lot, though. Because the politicking and the uh, strategy happening on this show was much more dire and felt much more important. Yeah, the stakes were up. And I also feel like the conversations... You know, usually the Champs versus Stars, um, the, sh the episodes are peppered with little conversations uh, that they're having at the hotel restaurant. And these conversations usually, let me... I'll just say it, are pretty fluffy. This time they felt... Every conversation felt like really terrible. And we even had a conversation that happened in a tree. Yeah, that was exciting. Whose idea was that? Hey, why don't you guys go get up in that tree? 
I feel like Wes was probably like, Kaylee, you want to just get in that tree? It might be funny. And then the person who's producing that segment was probably like, yeah, get in that tree. Yeah. So <laughs> um, this starts off, this episode starts off at the Jamaica Bay Inn where they've been staying um, at a breakfast. and Jamaica Bay crazy. Okay. <laughs> wow. 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 You heard it here first, folks. Um, Hopefully you heard it here last. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody is having breakfast and uh, Wes is saying that he credits Luis with getting him back into shape. He says that the first season they did together, he was so inspired by the stars um, athletic ability and their drive. And it really pushed him to get back into the game. And then he said he's sad how his relationship with Luis has changed. Yeah, I'm not too sure what is going on between Luis, Casper, and Wes. There seems to be some sort of a triangle of friendship, of wanting to be friends, of, you know, I don't, I, I'm not too sure exactly what Wes, Wes's whole game here was. He seems enamored by them. I have, I have suspicions. Yeah. Um, some of it, you know, I was going to save for a different conversation in this podcast, which I may, but let me just say that my suspicions are Wes is playing, has, Always been playing the long game. Always been playing the long con. Okay? Okay, I'm following you. I feel as though Wes is um, ingratiating himself to the stars. Yeah. For future seasons, for future alliances. Right. Keeping enemies um, closer than your friends. Or does he have any friends on this show? I don't know. He claims that he has a lot of friends on the show. He called CT his best friend at one point. He said he was planning his wedding around CT. And what he is doing is... I was shocked by that. He is getting by based on these relationships and this social game. Mm -hmm. And it is working so far. And I'm not too sure, although everybody in every scene is suspect of him being a politicker, making moves, they don't realize that even when he is not making a deal with somebody, he is politicking and making moves. He's playing the long game. And there's another thing that he does in this episode, which might have happened a little here, but definitely happens later in in the uh, episode, where he... And he's been doing this the entire show. He keeps looking at Casper and lo- really looking at that team, Luis and Casper, but really looking at Casper and going, man, you are the villain. The yeah. villains. You're the evil guy. You guys are evil. He is making us and and the people around him believe that Casper is evil when Casper yeah. is just doing exactly what Wes is doing, just not as well. And just playing a very good game and 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 winning, you know. And, yeah. And what is West. he doing? He's laughing. No, he, he, there's nothing to me, the viewer, at, at this point in the game at all, that makes Luis and Casper seem like the villains, other than that they were the stars and not the champs. Which right. really, this is champs for stars. This isn't champs take down the stars. It wasn't build like the stars are supposed to be evil. There just happen to be two really good stars, and Wes is painting them with the evil brush to sort of form to um, influence the opinion of the house on them, yeah, and make it not like how Wes is usually and how he was classically viewed on these shows as the villain. 
Right. Yeah, that's a very good point. Wes is definitely taking the power of naming and he is applying that to this team. He has labeled them as evil and I'm starting to believe it as well. Yeah. And, uh, and what I is guess, Casper doing? He's like being a, kind of a nice guy. He's yeah, a good competitor. I don't know. Casper and Luis haven't really done anything that evil. I mean, I guess, you know, they had the power to switch teammates and they picked Ashley Mitchell yeah. like, like 40 years ago. Anybody could have done that. Yeah. Whoever would have won. I, was so, that the thing they did that was so evil? No, it's just the fact that they're not champs and that they're good makes them evil interesting and Wes is desperately trying not to look like a villain on this season not because of us you know he's doing a lot of it we're seeing it all in his interviews but yeah for the bait for the fact of preserving his integrity to the other castmates on this show in order to make him seem like a good guy you're gonna be at my wedding Luis you inspire me you know it's like you know all what? of this when this scene was happening you looked at me when the scene with Luis and Wes were happening um she first off she said she did a very bad Star Wars analogy which upset you but right after that you... I am the storm I was the storm trooper and you are the Jedi and now it seems I am the Jedi and no no it's Padawan <laughs> it's not it's not a stormtrooper jedis and stormtroopers don't necessarily work with one another they know yeah i mean they do in these new movies kind of when that one dude who flipped from being a stormtrooper but still he's not a stormtrooper right you know uh it and and she's british it's a weird analogy and she's british but when that was happening you said to me a i don't think Luis has ever seen star wars and then you said b wes is the only person treating this like an actual challenge oh yes thank you for reminding me so, uh, which plays into what you're saying right now, exactly. where he's like labeling and turning this team into the villains. He's he is playing he is playing this game so much harder than everybody else. Yeah. At least the way that the edits are coming out. Yeah, you know who knows? Maybe Tony's been doing this the whole time too, and it just didn't fit into their storyline. Doesn't seem like it though. Seems like everybody else is kind of just like sleeping. Hanging out, yeah. eating steaks, and Wes is having fifteen sit downs with everybody else. Wes is not on. Wes cannot afford the time to do a regular challenge anymore. Right. So he is now resigned to do these champs versus stars. But Wes wants this. This is Wes's challenge. He's taking all the energy that Tony and Kayla are using in regular challenges. He's using that energy here on the Champs versus Yeah, Stars. and he is turning this show into something that feels like a challenge. Thank God. And honestly, this show, <clears throat> this season of the three that have come out so far, um, is by far the most um, competitive, most interesting, uh, most dramatic, and most entertaining season of Champs vs. Stars that we've had so far. I agree. And, uh, yeah, th a lot of that has to do with the way wow. that they mixed up everything. You know what? Wes has been on every season. Every and season. And he is so important for this uh, spinoff. He's incredibly important for this spinoff. He is the star. Yeah. Of Champs versus Stars. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm very glad that uh, they've come up with this sort of format just because it allows me to get uh, a Wes fix. Uh, Wes is maybe my all-time favorite cast member of the challenge. So. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you really boil it down to, you know, all things considered, I mean, I, I, he has uh, provided me with the most entertainment on this show. Has Corey been on this? Yes, he was in Corey was on season these, two, yeah. right? Got eliminated. But he's on X. He's on X right now. Yeah, he's on X. I have a little bit of gossip about that, but X? that's for another no, show. It's show. for another Let's show. Let's move on. Let's okay. get into it. So then we get um, Kayla and Drake at dinner. 
Um, they're having like a little, you know, powwow about their teams. And Drake is saying, Kayla's awesome. Kayla's so awesome. Which, you know, reminded me about how you called her a B-I-T-C-H a couple eps ago. Yeah. Drake, what's up with that? And then Kayla's saying in an interview, she's like, listen, this is going to be tough. This is going to be a tough road for me. These teams are stacked. And I'm watching her and I'm going, oh my goodness, look at Kayla exercising some humility, understanding that these teams she's going up against are more um, athletically advanced, more experienced than she is. And then she says, uh, it's going to be rough for me because Drake is weak. Yeah. He's kind of weak. Uh, he's I also- thought that was a moment, though, of her being introspective about herself, and it was not. You no. know, everyone who no. listens to the you pod. Thought, you thought she was going to be like, hey, I guess I'm not the best, but yeah. she didn't say that. Everyone who listens to the pod knows I'm a big Kayla fan, a big Kayla supporter, um, but I, I would like just a moment of her, you know, a little self-awareness but um, of her own ability, but it doesn't seem that that is going to be the case. She also called him awkward. Or weird, um, and he <laughs> did insult him. A he, bunch. he 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 definitely is. You know, he definitely is a strange strange bird. Um, and but there also does seem to be like uh, maybe some that that uh, she has admitted to her champs uh, pals that she had a crush on him possibly. Yeah. Uh, when she was a little girl watching his television show, I thought and, that was Tori who did that. Well. I'm saying that she must have said that to them because when they're having their sit down, oh, right. CT and uh, Tony, Tony, they pop up in a little and, window and they start making hearts and stuff. And you could tell she's a little taken by Drake, but not but playing, but also upset. Yeah, there's a reason why she's taking this in stride. And I think that's it. Well, you know what? Her boyfriend is there staying in the hotel with her the whole time. So she's not straying too far from Mikey P. Well, I'm not saying that she's. No, I think it's because she's like enamored by the fact oh, that she's hanging out with like someone a, she looked up to yeah, as a team. It, it would be like if, yeah. um, you know, all of a sudden I was on one of these shows as a champ. And then, like, uh, you know, Bobby Budnick was my... Uh... Pam Anderson was your... <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Yeah, honestly, that would... Yeah. I used to watch Baywatch when I was 12, which is true. Um, but, uh, no, like, I was trying to think of a of a Nick show that when I was a kid, which was Salute Your Shorts. Oh, and, okay. Like, like, if Michael Ray Bauer was my... Yeah, don't, uh... we don't know who you're referencing. Okay. Um, um, anyway, so, so, yeah, that's an interesting dynamic they got going on over there. But they definitely are the weak this team easily so then so basically we're getting a montage of all these teams talking to each other that takes us to Luis and Casper having dinner um this was the most boring of the montage of teammates talking about them we actually had to rewind and rewatch it because we both sort of zoned out and the point of this dinner was that they just said to each other that they play smart uh we play smart um, which takes us to the challenge daily. The Miz says, hey, this is the daily. It's called Textile. When you're going to the finale, lose, you might be going home. Um, Miz then immediately calls out CT and Tony. He says, you guys are not playing like we thought you would. Yeah, some, some prompted by a producer to poke the bears. Um, or the bear, really. And then CT, um, this is when we get that moment that we saw in the extended trailer a couple weeks ago where CT calls out the Miz. I took a a, a, a a breath of relief uh, because I had thought they had teed that up to make it seem like it was a lot more uh, rageful than it really was. It was more sort of like shit talking and fun because the Miz took it in stride. And uh, and honestly, it made 
you know, it made some sort of sense that CT got defensive because, like, for some reason, The Miz decided to call out Tony and CT. And what Nick's talking about is CT's response to CT The Miz. CT responded by being like, oh, yeah, you think that you think it's so easy once you get in the ring? And yeah, the come Miz, out of retirement. Yeah, get in the ring. And then he's like, that's what I thought, you know. But, you know, everybody's laughing. Having a it good was time. just fun little banter. It was teased as if it was going to be uh, a CT attacking The Miz. But then we get a little confessional with CT where he's saying, um, I've got a soft spot for Tony. I want to get him to the finale. Yeah. Now, my question here is, I'm looking at these two guys, right? And I'm like, they look like they're the same age, maybe a couple years apart, maybe three, four years apart. How is it that the CT feels like he's been on the challenge for about 20 more years than Tony? I think he has. What is the difference? Is there, is there age? Not eh, is there Tony, not that much of know, an age difference? I, I don't know. We could easily look that up, but it's not worth our time. Okay. But yeah, you're saying that Tony looks maybe a little too old for his age. But I'm saying that it feels like CT's been around since I was a child and that Tony just came up a couple of years ago. Um, and that CT feels like he's like a father figure to Tony. But then I'm looking at him. I'm like, these guys look like they went to college together. Uh, big brother. Anyway, that takes us to the game. It's called Textiles. And the way it works is that you have to roll some cubes down the beach. Uh, big, big old cubes. One team member is rolling it. The other team member is on top. Once you get to the end of rolling these cubes, you break open that cube. You get a bunch of letters. Then you've got to do a crossword, a pop culture crossword. Can't wait to get into that. But before we do, let's get into the team's strategies. Um, the Miz talks to Louise and she says, he's like, the heat's on, right? You guys are feeling the pressure. She's like, not more than we, not more than we usually do. You know, consistency is how you get there. And I wrote that down because an Olympic athlete said it. And I'm going to take that um, as a tactic for Twitter. From now on, that's going to be my new motivational quote for Twitter. Consistency is how you get there. Nice. And then we go to Kayla and Drake. And there before the... Um, before the the challenge mantra is if you ain't cheating you ain't trying and i haven't figured out how i'm going to apply that to my life but i'm going to well it's uh, pretty easy to apply that to your life uh you know just anytime you feel like you can get um an unearned advantage <laughs> in life you grab that unearned advantage steal from everybody because if you ain't stealing you ain't trying. If you ain't trying, you ain't winning. If you ain't winning, you ain't rich. If you ain't rich, you ain't going to heaven. And then you're never going to meet Pam Ann. That's right. She's dead. Um, oh, <laughs> not yet. Um, not <laughs> that yet. That sounds like a threat. <laughs> so the game begins. We see Casper and Luis killing it. Then we see Kayla and Drake straight up struggling. Drake cannot flip this cube with Kayla on top of it. They switch places. Um, but not before there's a lot of interviews with Kayla saying that Drake needs to man up. Man, man up. up. Man up. She and says that a lot. Man Nick, up. Nick says that. Uh, Kayla always says man up. I didn't say always. I'm saying that. I said that it seems like a lot. Of, you hear that a lot on these shows from the women. Man up. And then I then thought, and I was like, maybe Kayla has said it a bunch. And then you said, I think she has. Yeah, it's one of Kayla's things. She's always telling men to man up. Man up. Man up. Um, so then she says to Drake, as soon as they put the word, or maybe she says it in her interview, I don't know. As soon as they put the words on the board, I, oh no, this is Wes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting, everything's confused. So the teams have made it to the crossword. They're putting up the words, 
um, on this crossword. And then Wes says uh, in an interview, as soon as they put the words on the board, I have to admit it, I'm going to copy them. Yeah, and we, we see that right after he does that. And CT, like, literally shooing Wes away. Come on, Wes. Yeah, and then Nick started to get some serious PTSD from this game. Yeah, okay, so it's pop culture um, uh, crossword puzzle. And I worked for um, a company... That you makes, can say I it. worked for MTV. Yeah. I've worked for MTV in the past, yeah. and I always found it. Uh, they uh, are constantly trying to uh, connect to the youth on the internet, and so the fact that this was pop culture uh, crossword puzzle, and all of the words were like buzz hashtags that were, but like buzz buzzword things like that were 100% in use by young people about four years ago. And that's about how it goes there. Like, uh, well, we got to make this crossword puzzle. Um, uh, We got to make it like, uh, we should do like pop culture words. It's like, ooh, like woke and like side-eye and like verified. And to me, <laughs> it's just douche chills all around. What they should have done, because it always hits on these shows, at least with me, a friggin' super fan, is it should have been trivia about the castmates. Trivia about previous Champs for Star seasons, or just trivia about each other. Like, this person did this, and then you have to sort of, you know, or or Kayla used to say, you know what I mean? Like, uh, man up, you know what I mean? Like, totally. it, it should have been stuff like that. It, it, it has... Um, it's more fun because now you get to have, you know, the, we didn't, they didn't, nobody, they didn't care to tell us to have us like trying to answer it. They didn't even show us the board really. And right. I had to like sort of sl pause it to see what the words were. Um, so it, it, they didn't use the crossword answers to entertain us at all when it's easy. It's a, it's a writable bit. Make it stuff that'll be fun for us to see and fun for them to figure out. Instead, it was like verified and side eye and woke and like I'm sure the word hashtag was on there. I think trending like, came up. Oh, thirsty. Boo. Ugh. Yeah, thirsty. thirsty. Bay. Bay. Yeah. Bay, y'all. Bay. Yeah. This shit makes you guys look like whoever wrote this makes you makes it seems like the person who wrote this. Excuse me. I'm getting all worked up. <laughs> Nick is is angry. somebody in their late forties. That that's all I'm saying. Because if you you're not using words that children are using on the internet anymore, that also isn't pop culture. They're basically hashtags or memes, or is, or what you're using slang. Slang. You know, um, it it just bothered me for some reason, and I'm sorry that I ranted about it. No, I, I, I appreciate I, I'll edit the this rant. out. <laughs> No, keep this in there because okay. I think that it, I think that um, it's going to connect with a lot of people because I agree <laughs> just in the fact that I would rather have them being tested on trivia about each other. Yeah, it's more fun. It's way more fun. And it's also a fun. proven thing. It's something that the challenge folk look uh, look forward to on uh, previous regular challenges is the trivia challenge. It's totally. Fun. Or I have them spelling, make them look dumb where they have to like spell or they have to tell us what the capital of Australia is, you know, yeah. th those classic things. Anyway. Well, one of my favorite ones was from, I think, the first season of Champs vs. Stars where the they had to um, 
guess they had to like guess the the different people's charities and then like Johnny Bananas could not remember who any of them, any right. of them. and it was like oh he's just not paying attention yeah. to anyone yeah it makes so, somebody look like a fool it's fun it gives us some insight into who people are um so spoiler alert it comes down to Tony and CT and Casper and Luis and Casper and Luis have instead of putting their answers on the board I guess out of fear of being copied they've put all their answers on the sand and so now they're rushing to fill their board up while Casper and CT are trying to answer this last question and then can I get a drum roll please Tony and CT win yeah then they have like one of the best, most fun celebration dances. Yeah, they're, first of all, they've done this a couple weeks in a row now, where they're stealing the three amigos thing, uh, where they kind of like put their hands on their hips and go, oh, you know, they do a little hump thing. Uh, Google three amigos, you'll see it. It's in the trailer probably. <clears throat> um, and then they do like a fun, just like a fun dance. They're just doing yeah. a fun dance. They're just kind of moving uh, their feet around. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's cute. Um, so then we're back at the inn and Wes and Casper are in the chill room and Wes says to Casper, you've been a pain in my ass this whole time. And then um, they basically are both like, hey, look, we're going to go against each other in this next elimination. It's definitely us. Like, let's just accept it. Then Tony shows up into the room and um, like Wes and Casper are looking at Tony and they're like, hey, man, like, who's it going to be? You know, and Tony's like, listen, Kayla's my girl. Um, they had also set this up earlier in this episode, this sort of Kayla and Tony friendship um, through the ages. I think they did a little montage, which I appreciated. I like them as friends. Yeah, you know, I mean, they're from the same era. They are from the same era, and it kind of makes sense to me that they would be, they're both like, um, they both feel very much themselves right. on the show. It makes sense to me that they, it, for better or for worse, they've definitely both mm -hmm. put their foot in their mouth a bunch, and, and I like that about the two yeah. of them. But more um, importantly with this scene is that Casper and Wes are looking at each other and they're deciding, well, we need to do something here. Now, the rest of this episode appears to me as the the viewer that Casper and Luis are definitely going into the elimination. And now Kayla and Drake are having to campaign to not be picked over Wes and Booby by CT and Tony. That is right. how the editing is setting this up to look. Right. Okay. I, yeah, I agree with that, but I will say, because we did talk about this while this was happening, listeners, um, and Ashley seemed confused by how this rolls out. I will say- I was say, confused at the end. The meeting that we're, that Ashley kind of glossed over, she didn't really talk about what happened before Tony walked in the room, was maybe this is why you were confused. Maybe you were not paying I attention I literally as much. quoted them as saying, we are definitely going against each other in the elimination. Okay, but they were looking at each other and basically deciding at that moment that, okay, so like everybody thinks that we're sort of at odds with one another. Let's not be at odds with one another because we both want to win. So um, let's just make this decision a lot trickier than they think it's going to be. And the way to do that is to make sure that Kayla goes in with immediately with a vote. And now it's going to have to be up. They're going to have to choose uh, either Wes and Booby or Casper and Luis. That's what uh, CT and Tony have to make that choice. That's what they're trying to make this happen. And then they're going to see what happens. And then, yes, I believe Casper thinks if that comes down to it, they're definitely going in. But guess what? They're going in against Drake and Kayla 
They're not going against the tougher team. So it's going to work out for the both of those teams if they can figure out a way to get Kayla in there immediately. I Okay, so this whole thing that is being set up that we're, we will explain as this podcast goes on, this whole thing was set up for us, the viewer, to be as confused and shocked as Kayla was right. when it happens at the end. And I will say... I took the bait. Nick did not. So that cuts to the next scene, which is Wes going on a campaign where him and Kayla are in a tree. And Wes is like appealing to Kayla. He's trying to get I'm not 100 percent sure what Wes is trying to get out of Kayla here. But he is like kind of trying to convince her that she should go in. And he's saying like, look, I'm planning my wedding around CT, um, which no one believes. Um, did you believe that for a second? I think now that you say it, I'm planning my wedding around CT means I'm I'm planning that. Uh, I mean, I don't really understand what he meant. He by was that. saying my fiance only wants 20 people at the wedding. Oh, okay, I'm campaigning okay. for CT to be the 21st. Um, that's how deep our friendship is. And yeah, Kayla no. is looking at him and she's like, you she says verbatim. Kayla's like shaking her head. She's like, it doesn't matter what your friendship is with CT. My friendship with Tony is stronger and uh, Drake and I are the layup. She says to Wes, "You are a hundred percent going into this elimination." Yeah. So that takes us to a booby Drake and Casper breakfast, maybe lunch. Um, they're talking about how they got to this point. Casper says to Booby, you're in dangerous water. You and Wes are probably going into that elimination. You are in dangerous water, which takes us to a meeting um, that's sort of like the, uh, what was it called in the last challenge, the Vendettas, when they would go and campaign? What was that called? Not the Troika, but the... I don't remember. It's basically you go again. You go meet the the winning team, and you um, you plead your case as for why you shouldn't go into elimination. And that is happening in what in Vendetta's. The way that happened was uh, at a feast, a big table full of food. This is happening um, in between a ski ball, a little a little set up ski ball. Um, game so ct and tony are sitting on one side wes he comes in he sits down he makes his case for not going into the finale um and ct says like you know you're our biggest uh you're our biggest threat in the final you're our biggest threat why wouldn't we try and get rid of you right now um, and then, you know, it would, it, he, CT's like saying, listen, it, it doesn't make sense for me to keep you Wes. Sure. We're close, but uh, what am I not going to put my charity first? I got to put my charity first. He was saying that his charity is run by his best friend. So I'm going to do everything I can do to get that charity to be first. Which means I got to put in you and Booby. And they're also saying that you guys are our toughest competition. Why wouldn't we put you in? So then Kayla comes in and Kayla's like, you know, she can tell that maybe Wes has planted a few seeds. But Tony is saying, listen, I could never say your name. You don't have to worry. I could never say your name. Which takes us to a meeting with Wes and Casper. Casper saying, um, you know what? I could beat Tony in anything. And he knows that. Yeah. And Wes and Casper, they're making some sort of arrangements here to vote in Kayla and Drake. And then that's when I start to be like, oh, wait a minute. Are, are they going to have power to vote in people? I thought that we were, I thought we already decided that Casper and Luis were definitely going in. And then it was coming down to Booby and Wes and Drake and Kayla. So did you think that they were already like, all right, Casper and Luis, you're going in. 
I thought that they you were the losing team. I thought they were the losing team, so they were going straight in. No. And now it was Tony and CT's job to pick the so, team to go up against so, them. So what you missed was every, they never said that at the end of the daily. Right. He just said, okay, now every, every other team is on the chopping block. Goodbye. Right. Well, he, we, yeah. But he had started it by saying, if you win this daily, you're safe. If you lose, you might be going home. Yeah. And everybody, then after it was over, there was one winner and three teams of losers or whatever it is. So th- I think that's where the confusion comes in. I think yeah. you thought somebody was already in the final. Exactly. It, and there was, no, no, no. He I, had, I, I 100% Miz- thought that Casper and Luis were already dead set on going into the elimination. Yeah, no, because the Miz said everybody's heads on the chopping block. Goodbye. So then we go to elimination voting. And uh, Wes is on pins and needles. And... Um. What? Well, this just this is when the the rug gets pulled out from underneath me and Kayla as the losing teams start to vote in the least valuable players, and they vote in Kayla and Drake. Yeah. So, um, first, uh, uh, Booby or not, uh, Casper and Luis they vote uh, Kayla and Drake. Kayla and Drake. Uh, Kayla kind of looks around and goes, well, we're going to have to throw a bite right back at them. That's when we get an interview from Wes who says, boy, that was you took the easy way out on that one. You didn't think this through. Um, and, and that's when I wrote down, Wes has masterminded something, and I'm not 100% sure what's yeah. going on. He didn't. Uh, she got defensive. She's like, well, all right, well, then I'm going to do that, thinking that Wes and Booby would vote for Casper Ca- and, and Luis because why wouldn't they? They've been at odds the whole time. Um, and also like, uh, what me and Wes probably have a, a more decent relationship than, you know, it just seems like, um, it, it seems like Kayla thought that the votes were going to go differently based on Wes and Casper not having a good relationship. But guess what? They worked that shit out. They, they decided how to go and it, and she fell right into the trap. Yep. And Wes and Booby voted in Kayla and Drake. So they're the least valuable player. Right. Now it comes down to CT and Tony. Who's going to be the MVP on this team and going to be putting in the other team to go up against Kayla and Drake. And then CT says he's going to give the MVP title to Tony, which means Tony moves up on the leaderboard. And he, he can- also wins a trip to Sandals. Um, a Sandals San- Resort. Sandals Resort mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, a, a, for two people. People, which is I, he I think does he say he's gonna pop the question he there? does he says it's time to put a ring on Alyssa's yeah. finger so I mean uh so uh Tony really lucks out here and then you know and, and if, if for a second maybe you thought it was gonna be a tough decision between Luis and uh, Casper and Booby and Wes it was not they just were like hey listen they've been kind of having our back and and Casper and Luis you got you have stated that you want to throw us in every single time so we're throwing it back at you and guess what with a smile on their face Casper and Luis accept it because honestly that was the best possible scenario for them in this yeah. situation now they're going up against Kayla and Drake yeah and then the Miz tells them that their power play the MVP's power play will be called sabotage but he won't be able to use it until the final yeah so we're not going to see that this episode this is big because as Wes points out kayla was so busy campaigning for the power play she didn't even think about the regular vote yeah she really thought that the power play was going to be able to help her out in some way in this vote in this elimination and she was wrong and Wes says kayla looks pissed um, she made an immature, stupid move. I hope she regrets it and learns from it. Always pouring salt in every wound. Uh, he really is. So then that takes us to the elimination called Icy Hot. So basically, 
uh, oh, Nick, you also said to me, what is this even based off of? Yeah, it seems like all of the elimination challenges were sort of based off of carnival games. Um, and uh, this one uh, is not. Basically, in this elimination, what's going to happen is the two teams uh, will be set up with two uh, buttons that are a couple of feet above each of the members' heads. Each of the members have to jump up and tap that button. When cumulatively their team gets to a thousand clicks, okay, you have to jump 500 times a piece if you're splitting it up, then it will release a block of ice that will fall down and smash on a block of ice on the ground. You then run over to the unsmashed block of ice with a hammer. You smash that unsmashed block of ice <laughs> to reveal frozen clothes that are folded and stuck together. This is so confusing. You must peel the clothes uh, out. Apart. Apart yeah, from one another. they're frozen. Put them on. And then you have to go back to your respective buttons and hit that button cumulatively as a team a thousand times. That's 2,000 jumps total each team. Once you get 2,000 clicks in total, you win. Uh, so it's like, what happened to like filling the clown's mouth up with water and the, you, you know, know what? what I mean? Now like, that we're talking about this, what about that thing where you hit the, you, you've got the hammer and you hit the button and the, the th Oh, the strong, the strong yeah. man uh, thing. This yeah, is that, sort of like that. No, it's not. There's it no, could be inspired no, by. No. <laughs> inspired by? No. The essence of? <laughs> no, yeah. I think they came up with the, the game first, like Icy Hot, like, you know, the name. And then they were like, okay, well, I don't even know how hot comes into it. I guess because you're jumping. I don't know. So this game takes off, and uh, Luis and Casper are, are doing a good job of kind of staying consi consistent. Kayla keeps taking breaks. Um, I'm getting frustrated. I'm like, why is Kayla just standing there? You know, Tony's yelling at Kayla, come on, you're going to regret it. Come on, you know, put it in. But Drake is really just jumping, jumping, jumping. Drake's coming through in this uh, this final I mean elimination which I was really shocked by and then it seems to be and I don't know if this is editing but it seems that uh oh by the way we do not know who wins by the end of this episode it does leave us on a cliffhanger and the way it is edited is it seems like Kayla and Drake and Casper and Luis are both trying to unfurl their frozen clothes at the same time Yeah, it seems like they caught up to them and so it, it is quite a cliffhanger and uh, it starts to get everybody excited Wes mentions boys and this great the weakest teams might just take out the strongest he the actually layups says, taking are we, out the villains yeah are we gonna watch the layups take out the villains right um, and then they kind of leave us there, and uh, that's the end of the episode. Ashley, yeah, did you like this one? I I really did. I really really did. Um, I am usually when they leave us on a cliffhanger, I feel pretty confident that I know who is going to win, and I don't know who's going to win. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, and and then they gave us a little. Um, I thought this episode was great too. Um, and I uh, they they give us our trailer for um, we get to see what the the little taste of what the final is. First of all, it looks like. It's raining. It looks like it's uh, physically taxing. Brutal. It looks like a brutal ass final. I and, saw dog food. Yeah, and people are kind of puking. People are seem pretty gassed out, and uh, it looks pretty exciting. Something that I don't like to see, even though I'm not necessarily pulling for this team, I don't like to see CT gassed out, and then an interview of him saying that his back is starting to tense up because you know CT has has gassed out in finals before. Um, so, you know, if it's, if it's a laborious final, it might be a little tough for him. 
Guys, that was the show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we already told you, go to the Apple Podcast app, give us five-star rating. Also say something nice. It doesn't cost you anything, and it helps us out immensely. Uh, if you would like to uh, uh, ask us any questions, send us any comments, uh, you can do that a few different ways. Number one, you can email us, uh, realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. You can find Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. And you can find me on Instagram by searching my name, Nick Maritato. That is my handle. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We will be back on Monday with a new episode. I hope you guys enjoyed um, our little uh, uh, radio documentary that they gave, that they, that we gave you from our trip to oh Washington State. Oh my God, State. go listen to our episode from Monday. Have you it's listened to so it, Ash? It's so incredible. I did listen to did it. Did you listen you to listen the whole to thing? It? Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually had to listen to that whole thing to make sure I, that I, it I, I always listen to our app. But did you listen to the entire episode? I did. Oh. And you liked it? I loved it. All right, great. I mean, there was a couple of, you know, parts I would have changed, but, you know, I'm nah. not the editor. <laughs> nah, nah, you're getting it all. You're getting it all. Okay, guys, that was the show. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.